Hello and welcome to Habemus Papam, episode 135, Benedict VII. Dear brothers and sisters, Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Habemus Papam. Now, last week we left on a cliffhanger because Pope Benedict VI was strangled to death by a priest named Stephen at the urging of the anti-pope Boniface VII. But despite that, things weren't looking good for Boniface. The imperial representative, Count Siccio, had him surrounded and promptly began the process of selecting a new pope. Apparently, at first, the Holy Roman Emperor Otto II and his wife wanted St. Majolus, the abbot of Cluny, to be pope, but he begged off and they didn't press the issue. They settled instead on Benedict, the Bishop of Sutri, which was just a small town north of Lago Bracciano in central Italy. Benedict was a Roman by birth. He was the son of a man named David. David was the brother of Albrecht II of Spoleto. So you remember him? He was the dictator of Rome, which means Benedict would have been a member of the notorious Tusculani family and the second grandson of Marozia, and thus the third descendant of Marozia to be elected pope. Now, it also suggests that he was a compromise with the powerful Crescenzi family, who had been the ones to oust Benedict VI in the first place. There doesn't seem to have been any retribution by them against Benedict VII upon his ascendancy, which would almost certainly have been the case with any other circumstance. But we're left with the problem of the antipope Boniface VII. He seems to have stuck around Rome even though he didn't have much power, and he just made a mess of things in general for the pope. Eventually he was forced to leave Rome, and from there he fled to Constantinople where he remained in exile for a time. In the meantime, Benedict VII called a synod together which declared Boniface VII officially illegitimate and confirmed Benedict's status as pope. Benedict's papacy seems to have consisted initially in in the support for monastic reform both in Cluny, France, and in Germany. We don't have too much to report on until 890 when Boniface VII tried to make a comeback. Boniface and his supporters apparently were successful enough to kick Benedict out of Rome for almost a year. So Boniface is back, and Benedict is kicked out and in exile, and he flees to Ravenna, and he calls on the Holy Roman Emperor Otto II to support him. In 891, Otto came with a large retinue down to Italy and removed Boniface and reinstalled Benedict. And isn't this getting a little boring? (laughs) Antipope's coming in, kicking them out, they go to the emperor, the emperor comes back, they report someone back, everyone just fights. So with Benedict and Otto II back in Rome, they held several synods, and the most important was a synod against simony, the practice of buying and selling church offices. Now, simony seems to have picked up in these recent years as bishops and other ecclesial offices were vested with not only spiritual but temporal power. And so it was natural that political rulers would want to get their people invested with that power, even if it meant buying the office themselves. So they would have a grandson or a nephew, and they'd say, I want him to be the bishop of this place, and so they'd pay uh, some money, and then the local person would get him appointed. Otto II seems to have been quite involved in Rome over the following years as he spent some time in Italy trying to consolidate power and drive out the Saracens, who, if you remember, were an Arabic tribe who were marauding in southern Italy. After losing a massive battle in July of 982, Otto regrouped in Rome and prepared for another campaign. And he likewise called a large council together in Verona, Italy, where he arranged that his three-year-old son, Otto III, would succeed him. In October of 983, however, Benedict VII died and was buried in Santa Croce in Jerusalem in Rome. He was succeeded by Pope John XIV, whom Otto II handpicked for the job just before he himself died, but more on that next week. 
Thanks for listening to Albemus Papam. You can check out the rest of the Catholic Bites podcast at catholicbitespodcast.com or find us on iTunes. Thank you and God bless you.